thank you to Western Washington Coalition for Life for sponsoring today's broadcast of Live Talk Northwest. Born from prayer and a promise in 2018, the WWCFL's mission is to provide encouragement and support through resources, education, and information focused on embracing the beauty and sanctity of all human life. Engage with WWCFL at wwcfl.org or on Facebook at Western Washington Coalition for Life. Thank you, WWCFL, for supporting Life Talk Northwest. Welcome to Life Talk Northwest on Sacred Heart Radio. This is Katie Welch, former Northwest Regional Coordinator and Industry Impact Coordinator for Students for Life of America and Students for Life Action. And I'm Dan Kennedy, former CEO of Human Life of Washington, and we are delighted that you are here and listening to us. We have a great guest for you today, uh, Rebecca Anderson, who is a cradle Catholic, originally from Spokane, and uh, she attended the University of Idaho, uh, received a degree in communications. Uh, She moved to the San Francisco Bay Area, where she lived for 11 years working marketing, advertising, and public relations. In 2001, she and her family moved to the Puget Sound area. She currently works for Sacred Heart Radio as its community outreach coordinator, facilitating sponsorships, promotions, giving parish presentations, and passionately promoting the Catholic faith, and practicing what she preaches for Sacred Heart Radio. So uh, you may have run into her as part of Sacred Heart Radio, or you may want to contact her if you want to do a sponsorship of a particular program. Um Just let us know. Uh, She and her husband have two young adult sons, and they live in Edmonds, where there are parishioners at Holy Rosary Parish. And Rebecca co-leads Linwood 40 Days for Life Vigil, and that's what we're going to talk about, 40 Days for Life. So welcome, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. Rebecca, thank you so much for all you do for women and babies in our community with 40 Days for Life. Um, I know that 40 Days for Life is such a wonderful organization that has saved gosh, hundreds, thousands of babies uh, and their mothers, really, from abortion. Um, And I really think that volunteering with 40 Days for Life is one of the most impactful things we can do as pro-lifers to end abortion. Um, So could you basically tell us a little bit about what 40 Days for Life is, what maybe your role is with 40 Days for Life? Um, I know when I started with the pro-life movement, I didn't really know what 40 Days for Life was until someone someone told me. So... um, can you go into that for us? Sure. No, I'd love to. Um, yeah, the elevator speech. I've been wearing a 40 Days for Life shirt, and someone in the community says, what is 40 Days for Life? And I have that moment where I think. And, <laughs> and so, uh, but no, what I have said courageously and truthfully is it is a peaceful, prayerful effort to end abortion locally. And that's truly what 40 Days for Life is. It is a local effort to be on the sidewalk in front of abortion clinics, par- prayerfully, peacefully praying, offering help when asked, but, but we are standing in that gap um, to stand there publicly, um, being a light of Christ to those who may not realize that, you know, what, that, what abortion is, what abortion does, or that there is help other than abortion for a woman or a family or a, or a husband or boyfriend who has, um, you know, a, a pregnancy that is unplanned at that time, you know. So that's what 40 Days for Life in general is. It's, it's a prayerful, peaceful effort to end abortion locally. So if if I were to drive by uh, an abortion clinic mm-hmm. um, and I see some people radically praying the rosary, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
peacefully. Open carrying. Open yeah, carrying. open carrying the rosary, the assault rosary, I might add. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably 40 days. Right? It probably is a 40 days. And, and 40 Days for Life right now, we are structured. We have two campaigns that happen, one in the fall, one in the spring. There is a 365 40 Days for Life vigil, which is literally 365. Um, we are not there yet. That's what I say in Linwood. We do have one in Bremerton. Um, we start 40 Days for Life in the fall on September 28th, and we go until November 6th. And then we start in the spring uh, on Ash Wednesday, and we go until Palm Sunday. So those are the two times you will you may And you may see people there outside those times in front of an abortion clinic praying peacefully because abortion doesn't stop. Yeah. And do you guys know what day is abortion happens in Linwood so that people can like go out and stand. I know we had a student group in Alaska and every week they would go out and stand in front of Planned Parenthood even when it wasn't 40 Days for Life. But I always remember telling my student groups in Washington like these kids were out there. They sent me pictures. Mm-hmm. They had they were outside the Planned Parenthood and it was negative 40 I want to say. I was like guys <laughs> Washington State like you can handle a little rain. Get out there. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well um, we our Planned Parenthood, my Planned Parenthood, I've taken ownership of it. Um, they do chemical abortions, and we can kind of know through online um, online uh, appointments um, from a Planned Parenthood site. You can see kind of where those happen, and they tend to be in the mornings, is what we've been able to kind of find out. But because it is a pill, you know, because right. which is even more horrific in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. So anytime, but basically in the mornings, and and they are only open Monday through. Friday at our at our Planned Parenthood. What is the uh, now that the Roe decision has been overturned? Um, what is the momentum like in the state of Washington? What um, how has the re- reaction been to that, and how has that impacted Forty Days? Well, I would say it hasn't impacted my vigil yet because we haven't had a vigil since Roe was since Roe fell. Um, but what we have seen is there has been more of um, agitation, um, more uh, progressive, more um, people coming out on the sidewalk in favor of abortion. In my own city, um, Edmonds, unfortunately, um, beat Seattle and um, became they through their city council declared that Edmonds is now uh, they accepted a rep- or passed a reproductive freedom resolution in in uh, Edmonds. It's not always yeah. good to beat yeah. Seattle, and I know that other. Kirkland has to, yeah. Yeah, you know, so again, um, I just think the radical pro-abortion supporters are are coming out. I don't know if they've got the, I don't know if they've got the perseverance to last 40 days, 12-hour days (laughs) on my sidewalk. If they are, I'd be very impressed. Um, (laughs) But that's kind of where, what we've seen is, you know, just this knee-jerk reaction that abortion everywhere will be taken, taken away. And in our state, we know it's codified. It's in the, it's in the code. The other thing too, we see also is um, I've heard that we may see an increase as much as 30, at least 30% increase in abortions in our state. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'll be a destination state. Right. Well, uh, you mentioned the 365 uh, 40 Days for Life. That's Lori Klokendahl. Mm-hmm. At, okay. Bremerton. Mm-hmm. Bremerton. Okay. And she's a sponsor of our show. She actually. is. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. Um, and thank you, Lori. Absolutely. Um, it is, yeah, there has been, been a lot of uh, dishonesty uh, from the other side about uh, the Supreme Court saying uh, abortion is, is not enshrined in the Constitution of the United States. So... All you states go and do whatever you think you need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other side 
You know, it, it always surprises me. It's like when they never catch on to, okay, you've been lied to how many times now repeatedly. It's a blob of tissue. Now you know. No, it's not. Uh, you've been lied to about crisis pregnancy centers, and now you're still going to be lied to about them. Uh, so now you've been lied to about what the Supreme Court actually said and didn't say. Uh, when are when are people going to catch on and say, maybe they just don't have the greatest credibility on the other side of this issue? Um, how do you, how do you deal with, uh, say people who come in, uh, who are really excited about 40 days, but want to be really aggressive, uh, which is so contrary to what 40 days is about? Well, I wouldn't invite, I mean, that's not what 40 days is. And, and that's one of the things we were talking about earlier, 40 days for life to participate. Um, you just need to agree to our statement of peace. It's a statement of peace, right? And and there are certain things, you know, that are acceptable. Certain things are not, you know, um, yucky-looking signs are not. We're, 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 we are very word-heavy, right? We're, we're pray to end abortion. We will help you. You don't need to do this today. Ask us about a pill reversal. Ask me about a free ultrasound. I mean, it's, it's very supportive, and it's offering help. It's not demeaning. It's not condemning. It's mercy, and as I was saying earlier, I mean, basically, you know, we are standing in the breach on the sidewalk as Christ stands in the breach for us. And to be there, you need a heart of mercy, a heart of love, and and a lot of God's grace. So um, when you guys are on the sidewalk, I know there's lots of different organizations, and everybody kind of has different tactics. Um, I know when students would go out, some of them would bring sidewalk chalk and chalk on the sidewalk or bring, like, resources for women who were going into the clinic and then resources for women who were coming out of the clinic. Um, So with your campaign and with most 40 Days for Life campaigns, do you guys typically bring resources? Do you pray? Like, what what is your strategy and what have you seen, like, works the best since you're out there so much? Um. We always, well, it's always, to me, it's the level of the volunteer, their comfort level. If, if they want to stand there just prayerfully praying, it's not just praying. I mean, it's praying, right? And I think par- pra- the, the model with 40 Days for Life is, you know, prayer and fasting is, our, is the first thing we do. Right. Um, but I also have, I personally have information available, and I encourage, you know, other volunteers, if they want to bring information that we can provide to them, that's fine. But I just think you're presence there is such a personal, powerful witness, God can use that in amazing ways. So um, again, I always think of like what the volunteer, 40 Days for Life now also has a sidewalk counseling segment for a nominal fee. You can sign up and watch, you know, how to really help, you know, converse with someone on the sidewalk if that's where you think God is calling you. Um, but again, I, I, I just always appreciate the presence of a person there prayerfully praying because that I think is the most powerful and God will, God will lead us from there. And, you know, I've heard stories of women who have turned around and canceled their abortion appointments just because there was somebody out on the sidewalk praying. And we really don't know um, what kind of impact we can have just because we're out there and, like, not everyone's going to come and say, hey, like, I decided not to go into my abortion appointment today. Like, we may not, you know, for years in advance when they bring back their little kid and say thank you for, for being out there today type of a thing. Right. And I would say too that one of my one of my things I one of my points is if we're not on the sidewalk, God can't bring us anyone. Right. Whatever whoever that is. And and real quick I was thinking, so one of my friends, she she went onto the sidewalk her very first hour 
She had a sign, pray to end abortion. She came with her priest. She's an Orthodox Greek um, convert. And, um, and this woman walked up to her and I was supposed to be there on the sidewalk, but we got our wires crossed. And, she, and I, when she called me, she goes, oh, I'm going to be there. I'm like, I can't be there. And she goes, I have a sign in my front yard. I'll just go. So she went and this woman approached her and asked her, have you had an abortion? And my friend Susan said, no. And the woman started talking about, you know, she had had an abortion. And Susan just stood there, and she's such a beautiful soul. And then she just said, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry you went through that. And just, you know, just gently saying that. And at, towards the end of their, their inter- interaction, Susan felt prompted, and she says, can I give you a hug? And she gave her a hug, and, and as Susan recalled, they hugged liberally. And then that woman walked away. And it's like, wow. If Susan hadn't been there, and she was standing there par- prayerfully, you know, with a beautiful sign that said, pray to end abortion— we wouldn't have had that encounter. So that woman received that kind of healing. I mean, what a what a God moment. What a, yeah, it what is. a God what moment, a blessing. you know. We are speaking with Rebecca Anderson, who is a uh, co-leader of the Linwood 40 Days for Life and also uh, works on the staff of Sacred Heart Radio for community outreach. Uh, and we are going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. Welcome back to Life Talk Northwest on Sacred Heart Radio. We are speaking with Rebecca Anderson, who is the co-leader of 40 Days for Life in Linwood. Um, Rebecca, so do you have any success stories or interesting things that have happened to you guys on the sidewalk that you could share with us? Well, I know um, we've had, you know, people bring us hot chocolate, which is always nice when it's cold. Um, We've had, we did have one woman where I I had a... um, I had a prayer, powerful prayer, what do they call it, hour of power prayer thing before the vigil started, the Friday before, and this young woman showed up, and and she had not, she had her daughter with her, and she had her own sign, and I didn't recognize her. I'm like, gosh, this is kind of interesting. Here you are. And uh, she goes, yeah. She goes, I had an unplanned pregnancy about four years ago, and my family was pro-choice, but I went up to a pregnancy house up in Linden and gave birth to my daughter. And so, and here was her beautiful daughter on the sidewalk. You know, and, and I took a picture of the woman because she didn't want her daughter having a picture taken, which was fine. But it's like you never know how your presence is impacting. I mean, she spontaneously joined our pro-life wow. prayer hour, you know. And, and those kind of beautiful things that happen is, but again, if we're not on the sidewalk, God can bring us no one. And um, that's why 40 Days for Life is such a simple, simple way to help bring an end to abortion. Wow. That's really cool. You know, that's, that's interesting. You're right. If you're not on the sidewalk— um, God can't bring you anybody because that's the way I got started in pro-life. 
decades and decades ago, I had gone to the eye doctor. I had the problem. I, I was seeing double. Um, and as soon as I got involved in the pro-life, I came out. And right next door was an abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. And there were people on the sidewalk. And I joined them immediately. And, and, and then it just took off. And my double vision left me. I guess I was where I was supposed to be. Um, where is 40 Days? What cities are, are 40 Days in? Well, in the state of Washington, we will have 15 vigils, and I just have the list here. This is actually the most we've ever had for the fall vigils in our state, but we have them in Linwood, in Bremerton, in Everett, in North Seattle, in Mount Vernon, in Bellingham, in Tacoma, in Centralia, in Pullman, in Spokane, in the Tri-Cities, in Kennewick, in Ellensburg, in Walla Walla, in Wenatchee, and in Vancouver. And for more information, you can go to 40daysforlife.com and then find the vigil that's near you to sign up. It's the best way to stay in touch with what's going on locally with your 40 Days for Life vigil. And it really helps the uh, leaders out. That's also where you can sign up for your hours. Is it 40 days as in four zero days or F-O-R? The number 40daysforlife.com. Okay. The number 40, 40daysforlife.com. Uh, and these are now taking place all over the world. Oh, my gosh, yes. So they're in 64 countries. And since 40 Days for Life um, started, we've had 240 abortion workers leave their jobs. Abby Johnson's the most, probably the most famous one, but mm-hmm. she's clearly not the only one. And to date, we've saved, um, we know for sure we have saved 20, uh, 21,675 lives on the sidewalk, and we've had 117 abortion cl- clinics close, including the one in Kent in 2021. Why don't you repeat that, how many babies you know you've saved, how many people have left uh, working for abortion clinics? Yeah, so 21,675 lives have been saved. These are known saves. 240 abortion workers have left their jobs We've had 117 abortion clinics close. We've had over 20,000 churches involved, and there have been over 9,207 local campaigns in 64 countries. Wow. Wow. So So don't miss the boat. (laughs) No, absolutely not. And on that note, like, if there is not a 40 Days for Life campaign in uh, a community in Washington State, how would one of our listeners start a campaign? You would go to 40daysforlife.com and sign up to be a vigil leader. They do vet the leaders, you know, with, you know, they need to make sure that you are, say who you say you are because, you know, the dark sides it's out there. In fact, last year, 40 Days for Life um, had an, a breach, an attack. There was a, a blogger who had attacked 40 Days for Life, and so there were a lot of people signing up for false hours in my campaign oh my it's, but my campaign like i knew i didn't i wasn't full like this is this can't be right i mean right, right. this can't be right but anyway so we really make sure and then they are so amazing I, the training is amazing they love you up they want to walk with you there there's so much information on how to do it um it's really I, I really feel honored and blessed that you know they they think that much of like you know giving us as much as they do you know because we are all volunteers you know except for national office Every single volunteer, every single vigil leader is a volunteer or pr- probably connected to a pregnancy center 
are more likely than not they're connected to some life organization. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're not getting paid for this. But, um, yeah, sign up. It, it's, it's fun. And, and as we get more people in our state as vigil leaders, we're connecting up with each other as well. And we're meeting on Zoom and saying, hey, what's happening in your, you know, your area of, our, of Washington? Because so often you feel alone. You feel isolated. Does anyone sure. else understand what I'm going through? And so we are building our own coalition of Washington state vigil leaders. So if you want to build up your treasure in heaven— this is a good way to do it. A good investment, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, 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 the other way, too, is like I just know how much God has blessed me and how much he loves me and that mercy that I've experienced, and that's what I bring to the sidewalk. So, you know, I, I just I just want people to know the truth. And I have my own connection. You know, I, I okay, I, I took a sorority sister to get an abortion when I was in college, and uh, sin is sticky. And um, I always said I drove the getaway car, but I never really got away. And so, um, you know, we all have our stories. We all have our connections. And, um, you know, there's heartache on my sidewalk. There are grandparents who regret the abortions of their grandbabies. Mm -hmm. There are women on my sidewalk that regret the abortions that they had. But they know God's love. They know God's mercy. And that's what we're called to do is to share that light of Christ with those who are in need and who are in misery. So anyway, and that's the depth of 40 Days for Life. We are speaking with Rebecca Anderson, who is co-leader of 40 Days for Life in Linwood. Uh, you know, when I first came into the pro-life movement uh, and became a leader in the pro-life movement, one of the issues that constantly needed attention was the lack of unity, mm. uh, paranoia from other groups and, and that sort of thing. And I tried to be as open and sharing uh, as possible. Um in the hopes that they would uh, respond similarly and that uh, we were all on the same side. Uh, what about unity uh, now? In, uh, is that still an issue? or? Um, I, yeah, you have people, you have problems, right? You have people, they have their kingdoms, right? <laughs> <That's> right. Um, <laughs> there is more, but, the, but the, the good and glorious news is there's more than enough pro-life work in our state for everyone. Um, I think as long as we are all focused on ending abortion in our communities, I think we'll be successful. And I do get to talk to um, other, I am Catholic, but I, I go to you know non, non-Catholic churches and, and I just say, basically say, hey, if we as church, universal church, can't get together on pro-life, on pro-life and be anti-abortion, we're not going to make it. Right. We're just not going to make it. So I don't let that be a, an impediment to how I connect with other faith communities and other organizations. Um, I strive to remain open and charitable and humble because I know that God is using all of this for his yeah, greater Yeah, it good. really is the greatest ecumenical uh, endeavor, activity, that as Christians uh, and Jews and Muslims can participate in um, if they so choose. So... Uh, you were mentioning some of the things that uh, came to mind, some of the events that have happened. Uh, is there anything else that that you want to make sure our listeners know? Uh, because for someone who has never done anything like this, the first time can always be kind of scary, mm-hmm. especially if, say, you're a grandma, uh, that kind of thing, or um, you've had an abortion in the past, uh, you're... you're you're seeking healing for that. Um, you want to prevent other women from making that mistake that you made. Um, what do they do? How how frightened are they or how scary is it? The fact that you, you talk about it has to be peaceful and prayerful, and if they don't want to say anything, they don't have to say anything, right? Nope, I just want their body. 
<laughs> no, I don't want just their body, but, but no, it, it, it really is just come and see. Right. And that's why I think connecting up with that vigil leader is so important and, and sharing with them, you know, confidentially or whatever, however you feel sharing, like, this is where I'm at. How can I fit into that? And vigil leaders really need to know what is the, what is the um, atmosphere on your sidewalk? You know, what would be a good time? Because God will use our time no matter what. You know, you could be there at eight o'clock at night and the clinic is closed. God will use those prayers in that silence, in that quiet, you know. So again, but it's come and see and uh, connect up with your vigil leader and, and really share with them, you know. And, and I also appreciate when people call me and say, hey, I'm in a wheelchair. Where could I go? You know, uh, or I need to sit down. Is there a safe place for you to do that on the sidewalk? And I can, you know, you can work, your, your vigil leader will work with you on your stuff. I've also given out prayer booklets to prayer warriors, you know. Hey, if you can't, for some physical reason, be on the sidewalk, can you pray for 40 days? Here's a devotional prayer book from 40 Days for Life that is ecumenical. Can you can you join us in prayer? Because prayer and fasting is very powerful. And I think it's important to, like, you don't have to be Catholic to participate in 40 Days for Life. Um, you don't even have to, like, go to church to participate in 40 nope. Days for Life. Um, everybody can be out there on the sidewalk and really be making a difference uh, to end abortion and to save babies. Right, right. And again, it's, again, it's a statement of peace, right? Christ is the Prince of Peace. We are called to be peace on the sidewalk. So, so I'm in a community and I'm, I, you read it off the list. And so now I think, well, maybe I will. It's just go and see. And if it's right for me, I'll come back. If it's not right, maybe, maybe I'll do a prayer and fasting or something like Mm -hmm. that. So now I have to go to, I think, okay, well, where are these people in my community now? Um, I may ride past the place and see them there or, I can go to the number 40daysforlife.com, and eventually I can get down to where they're being done. Sure. You just plug in a location at 40daysforlife.com forward slash Linwood, 40daysforlife.com slash Centralia, 40daysforlife slash North Seattle, that kind of thing. And also most most vigils tend to have a kickoff, which we are going to have a kickoff on um, Thursday, September 22nd in Holy at Holy Rosary. Um, so again, every, every vigil tends to have a kickoff because, you know, we do want to unite as the body of Christ, come together, find a prayer partner. Maybe you're going to be out on the sidewalk. We really encourage people to be there, you know, with another person, you know, where two or more are gathered, I am with you. You know, it's scriptural. It's also for safety. So, um, yeah, those are the ways in which, but yeah, it's 40, the number 40 days for life.com. Well, Rebecca, we are out of time. Uh, but this is so important. Um, when you're done with this 40 days after 40 days, uh, we'll have you back and report on how it went and, and, uh, we'll get an update from you then. So, uh, you have been listening to Rebecca Anderson, who is a co-leader of Linwood 40 days for life. You've been listening to Life Talk Northwest on Sacred Heart Radio. Uh, I want to thank you. Rebecca, for being here, I want to repair that your your work is blessed. And I'm Katie Welch. God bless you all. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you to Western Washington Coalition for Life for sponsoring today's broadcast of Live Talk Northwest. Born from prayer and a promise in 2018, the WWCFL's mission is to provide encouragement and support through resources, education, and information focused on embracing the beauty and sanctity of all human life. Engage with WWCFL at WWCFL.org or on Facebook 
at Western Washington Coalition for Life. Thank you, WWCFL, for supporting Life Talk Northwest.